Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Hope everyone's doing well. And today's topic is words versus actions. Well, actually, well, let me recap on that. Today's episode title is called Words versus Actions. But actually, the topics themselves touch upon a lot more than just words and actions. I mean, yes, we are going to talk about the power that words have. We're also going to talk about the power that actions have, but we are also going to be touching on communication. So what is communication and why is communication a key factor in life as a whole? And communication is not just talking or speaking, it's also about hearing and listening. So there's two main components to it. It's the speaking side of it and the listening side of it, which I'll go fairly deep into. Um, also going to explain to you guys sort of the percentages split between verbal and non-verbal communication. Because communication is not only verbal, communication is also non-verbal. And it's really curious because it's fascinating to see the percentage about how much of our communication is actually verbal or non-verbal. And one of the last things that I'll probably want to touch upon today is in regards to active listening and the five levels of listening. And by the way, massive shout out to the UK Encounters 2018 team and the UK Encounters 2019 team. They made me aware about active listening. They taught me in one of the training days about the different levels of listening. And I before that, I wasn't really aware of it. I mean, sure, I had some slight idea about what kind of listenings there is, but I never had come across before a chart that explained to me the five levels of listening and why is it important to be able to take the active listening approach. So massive shout out to the Encounters team, UK. And let's start off with actions and words and words and actions, words versus actions. Now, I know the title makes it sound like it's a battle between which one's the best, but I'd actually like to present it in a way where you will see that there are different applications for both of them. There are different use cases for both of them. And it's not that one's better than the other, it's being able to use both to your advantage will help you in the long run. So I'm sure you guys are familiar with the term and the saying that, that says, if you can talk the talk, you walk the walk, which basically is saying that, you know, if you're going to say that you're going to do something, don't just say it, don't just brag about it, actually do it and prove it and show to us that you can do it. And it's a very strong expression towards actions being more powerful because there's also another quote that says actions speak louder than words and they do i'm not denying that and i'm not denying that actions are important but before we get into why actions are important let's take a step back and look at words i feel like people underestimate words a lot the power of conversation is incredible and people underestimate that so much words are actually really powerful, really impactful, and really hurtful as well. Because the same way that you can say something and spread positivity and inspire millions of people, which will then trigger the snowball effect that if I'm, if I'm here able to inspire people by using my platform and vocalizing content that is inspirational and mo will motivate you to do something or to 
go and be the best version of yourself, then you will be inspired and you will carry that inspiration throughout. So if I'm impacting, for example, millions of people in a positive way and inspiring millions of people, those millions of people will then go on and also carry that energy and inspire other millions of people. So there is a massive snowball effect in in words. And now you can imagine this being amazing if if we could all do this, where we could just make sure that we're spreading the right messages, the positivity, so that it snowballs because it's contagious. But now imagine the exact opposite. If people are not using that for positivity and they're spreading hurtful messages and hate and negativity, that is going to have a ripple effect as well. Which is why I always urge everyone, be careful with your choice of words. Be kind to one another. You don't know what someone's going through. So one of the things that people say a lot, you don't know what someone's going through. Which is why there is always that saying that goes, spread love, not hate. Spread positivity, not negativity. The world, first of all, needs more of that positivity. And second, it's dangerous to to go down the route of being hurtful. Which is why you need to be mindful about what you say. Otherwise, you might be hurting people. And this is where we see scenarios of like cyberbullying and and people feeling the lack of self-confidence or self-esteem within themselves. And, you know, this is a, a whole snowball effect towards the negativity side. And that's not what we want. So once again, don't underestimate the power of conversation. Words are very meaningful. They're more meaningful than people are willing to give credit for. But then again, actions speak louder than words. The reason why actions speak louder than words is because actions are visible and they demonstrate what a thousand words would never be able to describe. And they also are are like proof of you backing yourself up in a way. And that's what it comes down to. You go and walk the walk. Actions are meaningful, powerful and impactful. They are definitely somewhat more powerful than words are. I won't deny that. But let's not underestimate words as well. Another really good saying that I have come across actually quite recently, it said something along the lines of, I may be a slow walker, but I'd never walk back. And I I just loved it. I loved it because it's so true. Like, you know, if you targeting a goal and you saying I'm going to achieve this and you're working towards achieving that, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. It's just as long as you don't give up on it and you go and do it, it doesn't matter. It can be a, you don't need to rush to your goals. You can either achieve them really quick or, or not, but it doesn't matter. You can be a slow walker as long as you never walk back. That's it. And, and that's the, the mentality, you're moving forward. Now let's touch upon communication. Communication is such a key aspect of life. I cannot stress how important communication is. And communication is important in all types of use cases. You think about friendship, you think about relationships, you think about family, you think about your workplace, university, school, college. Everywhere you go, communication is what allows you to interact with someone else. It's what allows you to send a message across and receive that message across. Once again, it's a question of people underestimating one component more than the other. Communication is not just talking. It's not just speaking. Communication is made of two components. You have the speaking component of it and you have the listening component to it. And they're both just as equally important. If not, maybe more a bit more the listening part because the listening comes with more than just 
listening to someone. Listening is a bit deeper than that. And we'll go on to it in a bit. Now, I want to emphasize that talking and speaking can be seen as two different things. Don't just talk, speak. Same way that hearing and listening are two different things. Don't just hear me out, actually listen. Which is why I said earlier, listening takes a bit of a deeper meaning here. Because listening comes back with understanding. Understanding being so important. You can't listen if you if you cannot understand. I don't think I believe that both of them go hand to hand. Because when you're listening, you are trying to understand. That's my view on it. Now communication is verbal and nonverbal. And you guys are gonna be amazed at what I'm about to tell you. Oh, well, at least I was amazed when I found out. So if you guys were to guess the percentage split between how much of our communication is verbal versus how much of our communication is nonverbal, how much do you think you'd, you'd, you'd attribute that split to? How much percentage do you think verbal communication takes over versus nonverbal? Hopefully you had a little quick two seconds to think about it. I'm going to tell you the answer, obviously, based on articles that I've seen. So it seems that according to research, non-verbal communication takes 90% on average, roughly 90% of communication as a whole. Like I, that, that is insane. That means that verbal communication is just 10%. And that is crazy. But if you think about it clearly, it makes sense. Non-verbal is related to our body language, right? Facial expressions, eye, smile, how your, your posture, your demeanor, everything that is body language is nonverbal. Whereas verbal is more like, you know, being verbal about something, talking. And it's crazy how that split goes about, but it makes sense, right? Because before you even say something, your body language would already said it for you. And obviously, I'm not trying to say that if you guys were looking at me right now and I was quiet, I would be able to give this talk without even speaking with my body. No, obviously not. Like, <laughs> it would probably be interesting when brain-computer interfaces become a thing and brain-to-brain -brain communication becomes a thing. But anyways, I'm sort of deviating here. What I'm saying is the way you come across via your body language already says a lot. And... That could be good, but it could also be, be bad because if you're not careful enough, your body language may sometimes express that you're not interested in someone's conversation or that you're not interested in what someone has to say or that you're bored. And that is really visible. Like you don't need to say, I am bored for someone to fully understand that you are bored. You could just tell. And that's why, you know, sometimes people say, oh, I can just tell. Yeah, you can because it's nonverbal, it's body language. But although the split is very uneven, it doesn't take away the fact that vocalizing and talking is the primary way that we sort of resort, um, as, as so to speak. And that's absolutely fine. But I just thought it was interesting to make you guys aware of that split. Now let's go into listening, listening. So this is very, very, very interesting. And one of the encounters training days I came across this and they, they, they showed us this, this chart about the levels of listening and they explained it and taught me a lot 
about active listening and the different levels of listening. So it goes from one to five, one being the worst, of course, and five being the best level of listening. Listen to this careful because this is, I think this is pretty cool. Like when you put it into words, I think it's just really, really cool. So level one is labeled as ignoring. So that's the ignoring level, which means that when someone is talking to you, you haven't heard a single word. <laughs> now I'm sure we've all been here. Um, maybe with our school teachers. <laughs> Anyways, you should definitely pay attention to, to your teachers when they're talking in school. But I'm sure all of us have been to a situation in life where ignoring was the level at which we were in terms of listening. Level two is called the pretending level, <laughs> which is also funny. So you start off by listening, but then it sparks your thinking about something else and you miss what they say next. Now, I can speak for myself that sometimes this happens to me. Someone will be speaking to me and then they'll say something that sparks my, my, my thinking about something else. And then I sort of miss what they said and next. And it's not, obviously, it's not on purpose. It just happens. And I'm sure a lot of you guys will also relate to, to this level. Level three, selective. You are fully engaged in the conversation, but, and this is a big but, but you are waiting for a gap so that you can jump in with your own comments or questions. Once again, I could happily say that I've been here and it's one of those things that comes as an instinct every now and then where you you will be fully engaged in a conversation but you're kind of just waiting for the person to not finish talking so that you could just jump on or you're just waiting for that little pause so that you can jump on with your own thoughts with your, your own comments and questions level four interpretive so you are listening to all of it but you are not interpreting what it means so once again you're listening that's cool amazing but you're not actually understanding what it means from their point of view you're only listening to the conversation and you're trying to understand it from your point of view not from theirs you're not putting yourself in their shoes you're just listening and you're putting yourself in your shoes and just taking the content in from your perspective this is also something that i can say at least for myself i've been here every now and then as well I think like uh, as far as levels of listening, all of us, we all jump across the five every now and then, depending on situation, circumstances and the day and whatnot. So yeah, that is level four. Level five, and that's the last one, is called the active level. You are listening without applying the filter of your own experience, judgment, values and needs. You are trying to understand what it means in their world. You are placing yourself in their shoes. You're understanding what they are saying to you from their eyes, from their perspective. And this is what active listening is all about. Now, I can also happily say that I've been in this level before when it was required of me to, to do so. Like I said, we all jump across multiple levels of listening. I would reckon that the majority of the time is probably spent on like the middle levels as opposed to being on, on level five, which is active. And it's something really hard to master. And there's no shame to, to, to say that your level of listening, the majority of times is towards the level, level, the middle levels. There's, there's no shame in doing that. Like we are not, like we are not machines. 
we are constantly working on ourselves. And I think it's interesting to be aware of this. Levels of listening are really interesting. And I think we should all aim to be at level five for sure at all times. But I'm sure like from human nature and we only humans, we will jump across all of these levels according to the circumstances. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just thought it would be useful for everyone to be aware of the five levels of listening. And that concludes today's podcast. I feel like I've gone over a lot of things that hopefully will be interesting for you guys to hear. And if you guys have enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next.